0: WDBM East Lansing.
1: Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure, Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Exposure.
2: All right, this is the Impact Exposure, or should I say tonight, exposure It's been a while since we've had a exposure, and uh, glad to be back. So, of course, I'm joined with the usual crew. Full house tonight, really, from the Owen Health Center. Uh, everybody, why don't you go, ahead and, uh, go around the room a little bit and just say hello. And We are
3: having a sex exposure tonight. It's true. Uh, this is
4: Andrew. <laughs> Christy. Julia. Erin. This is Dr. D. All right.
2: So I love you,
4: Wes, when you said it's been a long time since we've had Sexposure. <laughs> <laughs> Cover a little play on words little, by accident little, there, I guess. telling something here. <laughs> Well, now S- we, S- sex in the new year, right? Sex exactly. 2008. Brand new sex <laughs> <My> exposure.
2: <gosh.
4: laughs> Years just fly by.
2: It's true. Well, so now we got a full plate, don't we, tonight? We have a full lot agenda. to talk about. Yeah. We're up. And of course, as always, anything you want to call in and join, a, join the discussion on, answer, the, of course, our question of the day, whatever you've got, the number for that is 432 3893. Again, 432 3893. Lots of great stuff to talk about, so you know, be, don't be shy about that phone.
4: And actually, we're gonna we're going to give a complimentary prize pack to the very first person who calls in. Ooh, just for calling in, no producers. Just no. Yeah. sorry, Kevin. <laughs> just for calling in, we'll give a prize pack. What's in that prize pack, Christy? Oh,
1: let's see. Well, the usual lube, condoms, candy. Mm-hmm. The fun Not stuff. I mean, in we, that might order, right? we might add some stuff later. We on. can do I'm the no sexual
4: etiquette me. 101 book.
1: Oh, oh yeah, we could do that. Most that's popular that's that's book on ed- ed- campus. It's, it's got pictures.
4: pictures. Or the men, it's got pictures that's oh, how I we learn we don't read women, too women now. like pictures yeah, too yeah based on, based on women should embrace their sex life yes okay and what's the question of the day yeah
1: oh you want to start it off with the question let's of the day let's do it yeah So right. right off the bat okay well there's actually two questions so you can answer either one and we'll give you a prize pack the question of the day is what percent of males masturbate and what percent of females masturbate right. so what's the code like if they get within how what percent uh we could say five percent you think that's fair I think five well,
4: percent. I can't believe that, that you chose that question. I think Erin paid you because she wanted to get the word "masturbate" on the first three minutes of two thousand. <laughs> favorite yeah, word. I actually, yes. <laughs> favorite word.
5: I love the word "masturbate" so much, and Dennis has proposed that we come up with a brand new word for "masturbate" because well, he's know, tired of hearing you say it. You're wearing it, it. out. Well, no,
4: it's just. They're just <laughs> I think we're going to get into that tonight some of these terminology terms that out there that uh, hold so much meaning and they have so much. You know, political baggage and and it's religious baggage. Like well, I said, religious baggage. I'm going to get hate mail tomorrow. Uh, but all this baggage in this. You know, we're talking about the word virgin. We're talking about the word masturbation. You can't say those words and people. You know, kind of get fired up, without really understanding what they are. So we're going to talk a little bit about that yeah. too. But, so within what, 5%, what yeah. 5% five percent yeah give or take five give or take five percent,
2: so again, the number for that four three two three eighty nine three if you have the answer to either what percentage of males masturbate or what percentage of females masturbate
4: well you know, I, i'm almost I'm almost in uh i should say i want to say because we usually start the program off, and usually since it's a new year that the program's really about education and, mm-hmm. and and it's for the students and and, and once again i am, I applaud impact for hosting such a show because you guys are afraid of of taking the heat for some of the things we do say on here that do bring Mm -hmm. that type of uh, reaction from people. But we're all about education and uh, we will talk about sex and we'll be in your face about it. Mm -hmm. So we'll answer any question you want right mm-hmm. yeah. It. Yeah. bring it yeah it's all about it helping the community and talking Fire about away. dirty things while, while we're at it so. dirty <laughs> things dirty <laughs> oh, dirty of course there's
5: nothing dirty about what it's we more talk. fun
4: this is coming music. from a man who has an orange penis sitting on his desk right in front of him it's true, <laughs> That's true. That's right. Interesting. i'm glad you finished that sentence. and exactly. you all
5: have pictures in your heads out there listeners <laughs> <laughs> yes i brought it from
4: home i, we're I gonna couldn't do help some myself
2: all right so where do we begin tonight guys
5: You know, I think we should talk about what's been in the news. The news has been really chock full of sex Mm -hmm. lately, and that
1: delights me to no end. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) me too. (laughs) Me too. Which one should we talk about first? We have a couple different options here. Do you want to talk about your column first? No, I
4: got, I got a uh, an email from you know the impact. uh, uh, producer mm-hmm. who said that when we ran the we ran a show that was might have been a repeat show perhaps perhaps and then we got a question that came in and mm-hmm. during the repeat show and she sent it to me and asked if I would would deal with it either on the air or in the column and so I dealt with in the column mm-hmm. and and the question the question was from a twenty five year old man who said is it all right for me to be a virgin if I'm twenty five and uh, will it hurt me to be a virgin to stay until I'm married you know and you know it's somewhat of a complicated question uh and so you know I talked to different people and, and, and first of all we had we had to come up with an with an understanding of what what people understand is the definition of the word virgin because mm-hmm. the word virgin is has so much meaning to it you know when you say that word you, it brings up religious connotations and cultural and and we've always talked about uh, uh well let's let's try it right here because some of us haven't talked but how would you define a vir- virgin Andrew?
3: Uh, well I think the traditional definition of a virgin is uh, someone that hasn't had penetrative sex.
4: Oh you read the column already didn't you? <laughs> 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 cheater. Cheater. <laughs> yeah, a cheater. Well, I see, Chris, Christy, if if you well,
1: I think it's very very complicated because you can ask a whole bunch of people and they might say something completely different from each other and some people would say vaginal sex would make you not a virgin. But, you know, what about if you're a lesbian or gay? Um, any kind of penetration, maybe that could be their answer. Some people could say oral sex, since it has the word sex in it, makes you not a virgin. So I think it's really unanswerable. Like, it's really up to you. Mm-hmm. To well, you know, I,
4: I had to make some, some assumptions, because that's, that's all I got was he was a 25-year-old man, went away to, to marriage. Right. To so let's just assume here for minute we're talking heterosexuality. Okay, and he's talking about having... Uh, vaginal penetrative sex. Do you think most people think it, that that anal sex, <laughs> if you engage in anal intercourse, that still makes you a virgin? Do you think most people think that way?
5: I think that there are some cultures mm-hmm. that would believe that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think it depends on, on your religious upbringing, um, who your peers are and what your peers say constitutes virginity, plays a huge role in that.
2: See, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that if, you know, just for talking about regular MSU college students, if, if that were the case, I would say that that would not make someone a virgin. I think that's the, my, my my read, right. My read of an average MSU student's perception of the word virgin. I think that would, that would qualify as having had sex.
4: Well, and if there are MSU students out there, we know they're out there listening. Mm-hmm. Call in and Certainly. tell us what you yeah. think.
2: 432 yeah. 3 is the number for that. But
4: but you know, you hear a lot about it because when I've talked to people over the ages, they say, well, I'm a virgin. And I'll say, what do you mean by a virgin? Well, I've never had vaginal you know intercourse or vaginal sex. Usually you don't even say vaginal. You say, I haven't had sex. Right. And I'll say, well, what have you done? Well, I've done oral and uh, I've had anal and I've had stuff. So there are a lot of people out there who think that you know being a virgin means just not having vaginal penetrative sex. Mm -hmm. Would I be fair in saying that?
6: Sure.
3: Well, I think in some cases, too, they might even consider themselves still a virgin if they had penetrative sex, but they didn't have it to completion. Right. And they might still consider themselves not a
2: Mm -hmm. a virgin. Some
4: some people uh, tend to think that their virginity is intact if they still have an intact hymen. Mm -hmm. Some people say, even though I've had intercourse, my hymen's intact and so i 'm still a virgin technically, mm-hmm. but the, the the complication was what does it, what does it mean to be a virgin you know and the way this gentleman identified himself, he was saying but i 'm still a virgin, which almost seemed like his identity was wrapped around being a virgin, which once again you have to understand what that means i mean being a virgin doesn 't necessarily mean you 're sexually naive, sexually uneducated, or don 't have any sexual repertoire mm-hmm. because I think that sets you up for failure when of that so so the question was. And I'll I'll throw it out to the panel and anybody out there that wants to call in. Is it harmful to remain a virgin until marriage?
5: No, absolutely not. I I don't think so. You guys can jump in here. But um, I think there are a lot of things that you can explore about yourself and your own sexuality and define yourself outside of of being with somebody else. Mm
3: -hmm. I think if you define to yourself why you've made that choice to be a virgin um, when you're 25 years old, I, I think that... That, that's the most important part about it, is, is understanding that it's a choice that you've made for yourself mm-hmm. um, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can just say, I'm a virgin or not, and, and, and say that that'll determine how you're going to handle it when, you, when you're married. It just, you, need, you need to understand it fully for yourself.
4: Would well, it change the discussion if we just said uh, somebody was using the phrase, I've chosen not to engage in vaginal penetrative sex? That doesn't seem to carry the weight that it does when somebody yeah. says, "I'm a virgin," or right. "I'm abstinent." Right? Or yeah. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a purity about the virgin concept, and there's even abstinent means mm-hmm. you know, I'm abstinent of everything. I don't even have thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so for someone to say, "I'm choosing not to have vaginal penetrative sex till marriage," doesn't seem to carry the same weight in the culture or, or anything, well, does it?
6: I think the word virgin has kind of been put up on a pedestal. You said it's a pure word, and I agree with that. It's just. That's what it's been made out to be in the movies. You know, when you think, oh, gosh, there's a virgin, most people think of a beautiful female and, you know, she's out for the taking. And whereas, you
5: know, you say something else, it doesn't carry the same... Same well, and and you've if you think about that too, because you brought gender into that discussion. Mm-hmm. Virgin is this pure, great thing for a woman to be, and a virgin right. for it's, a man is terrible. Forty year old virgin, yeah. version, exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think harmful in in the sense of your own self depreciating, you know, uh, awareness of who you are. I guess it can be harmful for a guy because. Because That's of the way he associates thing. himself with that term.
2: But do you think that discussion is changing? I mean, do you think that the old stigmas are just the way they were? Or do you think there's change in that in that perspective?
5: I think it takes a long time for change <laughs> yeah. like that to true, happen.
4: True. Well, Wes, you brought up. You said you you try to define virgin. I mean, do you think most people out there, when they say, when they claim to be a virgin, do you think they also define that as not being very educated about it or having no repertoire of sexual activities or you not? See,
2: my, my assumption of it is that if you're going to make that kind of declaration, then it's something that you've actually put some thought into, hopefully you've put some thought into, that you've you know, made. It's, it's a conscious decision. It's not just a lack of thought. It's really? I would think so. It's an okay. active choice, yeah. Well,
4: do you think some people are forced into to being or calling themselves a virgin? I mean, even calling yourself a virgin, I mean, why would you define yourself in those, those contexts? I mean, because it's really what you're saying is that I've just chosen not to be engaged in penetrative sex, but, but I'm a virgin.
2: I would I'm think that it depends better on... better than me. anyone else. No. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I don't mean that, please. Well, I don't mean that, but... but no, that's, that's got
2: to be a personal choice, though. That's I mean, I don't think we can say that right. it's the same for everybody. Do
3: you think that the, the tone of his question, though, when he asked? Because he seemed more concerned, like maybe he... Right.
4: Well, but what was he concerned about? What do you think he thought was harmful to him? Why would he ask the question? See, these are the questions I can't ask him because they yeah. came right. in like that. Mm-hmm. Why do you think he would even think it is harmful to well, remain a virgin until marriage?
1: I feel yeah. like... Um at least like what in the past what i 've read about and heard about that if you if you don't use it it 's not going to work later, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that would be what I assume he would be thinking would be harmful i yeah. mean that may not mm-hmm. be true, but it seems like most of the time that 's what happens i mean that 's what people think happens mm-hmm. when in reality. It doesn't stop
6: working. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of myths that go around, and it's hard to know how to clarify them. I think right. that same question actually
3: came up in that, in that movie, the 40-year-old version. It was yeah. the question Yeah, asked. Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: right. Yeah. So. I think... Well, I was, go, go ahead. I was going to say, also, I think, you know, sort of inherent in that question about, be, you know, is it harmful? It could also be a, a, a perception issue, too, that, you know, are are the people going to think less of me? Is it going to be harder to get, uh, you know, a girl, uh, to, you know, a wife, per, perhaps, you know? that that sort of uh, perception i think might might also be harmful something he's concerned about
1: right not being good at it maybe the like sure. first time sure. you feel like yeah. you're you're older
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
5: yeah that kind of thing i think that is a, a common misperception for people that may be choosing not to have sex whether they consider themselves a virgin or abstinent or somewhere in between um is is that they don't need an education on sex or sexuality or how to protect myself or Mm -hmm. or what to do when i'm faced with these choices um so that becomes the problem where we assume that virgins are uneducated in sex um because i think that's where where he
4: may have been coming from is that you know Uh, And and I almost think that the way the question was written, that he might have been an international student even, in a sense, you know, because the the terminology, and I changed the terminology around a little bit because it was really kind of written international, in a sense that uh, if I, will it be harmful for me if I don't ever learn about sex? Mm -hmm. I think that might have been too. And then when it comes to the wedding night, Mm -hmm. uh, because I think the other part of the question was that I wrote about was that If he was thinking that uh, sexual vaginal intercourse was the ultimate consummation of the marriage, then then I'm not to contradict that. But if he was thinking that vaginal penetrative sex was the ultimate to a woman, then I would contradict that because he's got the assumption that vaginal penetrative sex is the most satisfying and most rewarding form of physical pleasure to a woman, which
0: which is just not not true.
4: (laughs) So So we want. (laughs) We could go on to (laughs) something you care to add Aaron? (laughs) But we we talked about that, and that's part of the education that it could be harmful for him to remain a virgin by virtue of no education or not knowing what he likes or not doing any research or talking to people because they use it or lose it. If you never have vaginal intercourse until you're married, let me tell you something. You're going to figure out, number one, how to use it. You're going to figure out if you actually communicate with your partner on how she wants you to use it. And then if you still have trouble, there's a ton of professionals out there that will help you do it. So it's not going to be harmful for you to wait.
5: But it will
4: be harmful if you're uneducated.
5: And I think that falls into same-sex relationships as well. Sure. It's, you know, because I don't want to to assume that we're talking always about heterosexual sex. Mm-hmm. But if you look at, you know, people who have, men who have sex with men, it's okay not to have anal sex right off the bat. It's okay to have foreplay or to choose not to have that kind of relationship at all. I think a lot of times when we talk about same-sex relationships, we're so worried about, well, what do they do sexually? You know, and a lot <laughs> of times their relationships are, are the same as heterosexual right. relationships. They may be choosing not to have sex at all. And so I think it's really important that we get that message out there as well, is that it's okay to not engage in some of these other practices. Mm -hmm. You're not going to lose it, regardless Mm -hmm. of the sex Mm -hmm. you're choosing to have. Certainly.
4: Well, and it was interesting because as we started to talk about this, and and Aaron got real excited not not in that way, but real excited (laughs) when we talked about because you know I I think that there's this misperception, especially among heterosexuals, that that uh, intercourse is is the ultimate. You know, and, and and it's so ironic that one of the ways, and I'm not doing fear tactics here. I'm saying one of the one of the probably most troublesome and uh, has consequences with it uh, type of behavior that you can get involved with is vaginal penetrative intercourse with uh, with the ejaculation, and it's probably one of the least satisfying to most women, especially traditional intercourse, uh, that you need to learn more about it. You know, there's this perception among men, I think, out there that you know. Once they have intercourse with me, they'll never be the same. And most women are going, uh, dude, uh, you're, not, you're not doing it right. There are so
5: many misperceptions about vaginal penetrative sex. Um, I was watching The Real World a few weeks ago, and I don't know if any of you saw The Real World, where the condom broke, and um, Kahara... <laughs> was the guy and Kellyanne is the girl K- Kahada's from like the backwoods Georgia right and he's like well if the condom broke that means you're pregnant so you better get ready and he's like talking about I'm how gonna she's so going to be pregnant one time condom breaks and she's on birth control so, you know, there are a lot of misperceptions out there. Uh, these scare tactics that that do work for some people. That I'm gonna have sex one time and I'm gonna be pregnant. So, better not, you know, better not. And so, it's really important that, regardless of your your choice in sexual behavior, that you are educated on on the facts mm-hmm. and able to make better decisions about that. So there definitely. was um, some other things Match- that were in the state in the news, news lately. Yeah. <laughs>
4: um,
5: on Friday, I returned from D.C. only to find my advocates in an uproar <laughs> <laughs> over this story that was in the state news. that ran on Friday. Taya Neal um, wrote, Women Should Embrace Sex Life, and it's definitely elicited a response from the community as well. I saw some letters to the editor over the couple, last couple of days, too. So some of you had the option or the, the hmm. choice to read. There's um, nothing
3: wrong with the title. So, yeah, far, yeah. Yeah. so far yeah, <laughs> headlines so far okay. <are> right. <laughs> the title's
5: great. That's Absolutely. So what were some things that um that brought up issues for you guys?
2: Well, I don't know. I'm reading this it it seemed that the, the whole in- intention was to bring out a response, was to get people to react to it. I mean, not that it's a shock. Yes,
5: journalists major, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, so know. I'm
2: showing my true colors here. But I mean that is, you know, she's definitely writing it as an opinion piece and I think it is to get that sort of reaction, but I mean, we were kind of talking about some of the the, you know certain certain little parts of the article that were really caught our eye, and uh, uh, the the call to write a blog about you know the things that women may face uh, from one night stands, and mm-hmm. as as a way to uh, I don't know what would you say that the attempt was for that. I, okay, I wasn't I entirely she was clear. Just
5: trying to um, to get back at this this Tucker Max guy who apparently mm-hmm. has written a blog and also a book um, mm-hmm. where he discusses his sexual escapades with with multiple people. Um, I've read some of it, and some of it is. Um, alarming, and some mm. of it isn't. You know, some of it is, is mundane. So it's, um, I don't know, if if people were to ever check out the website, they would learn more about Tucker Max. And so Taya Neal, Taya Neal is um, trying to elicit, I think, a response from the feminine community, although she <laughs> she attacks feminists in her article. She, I think she's trying to elicit a response for a woman to
1: get back at Tucker Max for the exploitation that's going
5: Certainly on. Kind of a
2: fight fire with fire sort mm-hmm. of yeah. approach.
1: And it I sounds like it sounds like from the article that it's kind of like the if you can't beat 'em, join 'em kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. live up to what it is, and that up will to. get back at up it. To. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm air quotes around that my one.
1: <laughs> and that I find very, I don't know, completely, I find it really immature.
2: Now, how so? What, mean, what's immature? Well, what do you find you immature? Know,
6: it just kind of when she says that, it just reminds me of like my mom always used to tell me, you know, you're not going to be like everybody else. You don't have to go with you know, what everybody's doing, you can be different. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she's saying, well, we can't be different. Let's be just like them and stoop to their level. Mm-hmm.
5: And she asked a really great question in her column, and I wish she would have addressed it in a, a better way. And, and perhaps somebody can write a letter to the editor to address it. But she asked, why are easy men awesome and easy women disgusting? That's yeah. an excellent sure. question. We were talking about this we're a just
2: nice. moment ago, in fact. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
5: So what do you guys think about that? I mean, why, why is that?
2: why are why are easy society. men awesome awesome why are easy men awesome <laughs> because i
5: think i think that's still something that goes on in our society for as much as we try to equate um, you know gender and and bring about reality that women do have sex and they do like it we mm. try to talk about that
1: all the time but there's still this perception mm-hmm. so what's happening I don't know. It's kind of worrisome, though, that like everything we do still won't get rid of that stigma behind it. And it still it goes back right back to what we were talking about before with the virgin. For a woman, it's awesome to be a virgin. you looked mm-hmm. at it as more beautiful. And for a guy, it's that's just terrible. It's like the exact same thing as this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Society makes it all that way, and the media, I guess. And I mean,
2: yeah, I think I mean as far as you mentioned the media, I think you know men still tend to control that. That that communication. So I mean, there's definitely a bias there. I think that, you know, that, that perception gets out a little bit easier than the opposite. I would think. So,
4: yeah. well, and I think it also adds. One of the things we didn't talk about with the uh, uh, the virgin uh, question was that sometimes men feel a lot of pressure being a virgin, which forces them into things they don't want to do, which also forces women into things that they may want to do. We know that sometimes uh, that pressure of trying to prove to themselves that they, that they they are more masculine than they are or prove to others that they are heterosexual will force them into situations where, you know, they commit sexual assault, to be honest with you. They don't get they don't get the uh, the consent of the person. Um, so I think there's that side of it, too, that you have to be concerned about. I think part of what I'm, this article which bothers me is the, the word promiscuous, once again, talking about those different words. I mean, when you talk about a promiscuous woman, by the way, in your head is this, 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 Slut, this whore, it's running around and just sleeping with anyone. But when you call it permissive, we don't. We usually call men promiscuous, do we?
5: Oh yeah. No. Last week, I I was at a conference in D.C. and um, this guy was up talking about consent, and he says, um, if a girl were to ask a guy if she could kiss him, what would her friends think of her? You know, and and mm-hmm. everybody in the audience immediately you get this the response that word slut
2: immediately. Mm-hmm.
5: Right. And um, so then he talks about you know what guys would perceive that, you know, particularly the guy that she's asking if she can kiss, he's just excited that she's interested in him, you know? And so I think I think there's this huge misperception where women continue to put women down uh, because they're embracing their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it often comes from men.
2: Certainly. I, th- I think there's an element of, I don't know, aggression. I think that that's, that's you know, mm-hmm. something that bothers people too. In fact, I was asking some friends of mine a while back if, uh, if a, a woman never bought them a drink.
4: Mm-hmm. And it
2: wasn't just a, no, it was just a, what? No, it was a very, like, why would that happen? That yeah. seems strange, and you know, it wasn't a very. It would be so forward music. of her. Exactly. How dare she? You yeah. know, but at the same time, what? Where's the harm? Right. So yeah, I agree.
5: Yeah, I think there's a lot of liberation that needs to continue to mm-hmm. go on, and you can see it in the letters to the editor. I mean, we were reading one of the letters uh, where there were some some of her points um, were were good, but then she was still the second letter to the editor. Um, still was stuck on that word promiscuity and, and how dare girls embrace their promiscuity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and promiscuity is such a loaded word. And really all we're saying, what are we saying? What, what does the word promiscuity mean, even, guys? What it,
3: uh, <laughs> I guess that someone sleeps around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, right. what, that's what, I, I think, I think that's what it, what's I implied.
1: I, I think it's right. implying, what does it imply for you, Christy? Uh, about the same thing, like you would say a cinnamon for it would be like a slut. I guess. Okay. Yeah. So if somebody's promiscuous, it means that they're
5: having a lot of sex. hmm And so that could mean they're having a lot of sex with one person, um, two people. Yeah. Then multiple. we come back to the question: What is sex? What is that to you? Right. How does that? Well, and even to more so, if two people are <laughs> are engaging in sex and they're both consenting and they're both using a condom, um, and they choose to do that freely with other people and they've discussed this, mm-hmm. um, what's promiscuous about that? Right. What's yeah. bad about that?
1: Right. You know. That's true. Yeah, if they're both comfortable with it, then, I mean, how can that be negative mm-hmm. for them? Right.
2: Now, given the topic of this, I know we've got at least some women's studies or feminist theory, you know, yes. students listening, so I get the number for that, 432 3 If you've got an opinion about this, I'd love to hear it.
4: Well, I, I'm still fat, Part of me is fascinated with, the, with this concept that people, uh, in small circles, and maybe they talk to themselves or uh, whatever, but people don't want to talk about masturbation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so i 'm fa- so fascinated nobody 's called in to to actually <laughs> guess what p- what our question is and what point. percentage of men actually do masturbate or what percentage of women do masturbate mm-hmm. because it, it's it 's fascinating and having taught sexuality for years, you know they 'll talk about every topic that until it comes to masturbation then it just seems that that word just kind of a, a stops people at times'
2: Just you all know? too personal i suppose
4: well <laughs> it, it, it can be too personal, but you know the, the thing that also bothers me about this title. Mm-hmm. Is that women should embrace sex life? I'd have been a lot more comfortable if it had been women should embrace their sexuality. Mm-hmm. That would have been a, a lot more meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. Because sex life is kind of like those that repertoire of things I'm going to do in my life and right. well, she it makes it sound that. too
3: like the only option for embracing a sex life is a sex life where you're going around sleeping right. sleeping with around everybody. with a bunch. You're, you're acting yeah. like this Tucker Max guy, which. That's like taking it from one extreme to another, like zero to 60 in two seconds. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't make any sense. Absolutely.
0: Well, we've got someone
2: calling up right now. I'm curious to see hey, if they've got an answer cool. to our question or just a comment. Go ahead. You're on Sexposure.
0: Hi. Uh, how you doing, everybody? Doing um, great. Uh, my, uh, my guess is I'm going to say 100% for the guys <laughs> and uh, let's see. I'm gonna say ninety, maybe percent for the women. Ooh, wow! No, well, no, well,
4: Come on, Uh-oh. you gotta know this question. <laughs> no, wait, a minute, though. Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Why, it, why would gonna, you would... just arbitrarily say, "Well, a hundred percent of men"? Is that is that an assumption you're making? Because men are 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 more free with their.
0: Well, I, I would say it's also a man. So I'm just gonna go off of you know personal experience, I guess, in that department, but uh you know i i I'm, I would like to think that hundred percent of everybody does. I mean that
2: hey, You I, made a new best friend with Aaron.
4: I <laughs> uh, obviously was, don't know Aaron, okay uh, <laughs> but let me ask you why why would you say that why would you, wh- what would make you say that you 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 wished everybody or you hoped that everybody did
0: well uh, i I'm, I'm not I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not a really a shy person in any way, shape or form. Um, That reflects itself in in most areas of my life. But I find that, uh, for example, I dated a young woman and she didn't masturbate or said she didn't or if if she did and really, I'm assuming she didn't do it very often. Now, I would always encourage her to do so because I thought that was something important as far as learning, you know, your body and who you are as a person.
4: So how does she feel about you talking to her about that?
0: Uh, she was uncomfortable about it, um, you know, a lot of the giggles and, ew, you know, I don't need to do that and, you know, that I'll take care of that stuff when we're together and this and that, but I I would always say to her, well, you know, it's never a bad thing for someone to know their body in an intimate way. I mean, I, I kind of feel that if you know your body in an intimate way, that's only going to help you express yourself in an intimate way with someone else.
4: Okay, so, so, so you seem fairly knowledgeable. He's been reading our handbook. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. we're, 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 going to, we're going to up the ante here. We're going to add some additional things to the prize pack. i got a question for you.
0: Oh, you're going to pick on me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going
4: to pick on you. No, 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 no. This is, this is a knowledge question. Okay. So, so we talked about that uh, vaginal intercourse wasn't the most satisfying and pleasurable thing for women. What do you think women usually report as the most satisfying sexual behavior that they like to be involved in?
0: Um. God, I uh, I would probably yep. tie it for oral sex or cuddling. Hmm. But
4: well, gotta, oh, gotta pick one. Which pick would it one. be? So oral oh, sex what? performed on them, or oral sex performed on you. Um.
0: Oh. I was well, I was I was thinking. Or oh, that's that's interesting. Um. I would say oral sex performed on them. But or I most. wasn't really looking at the question uh, pertaining to giving not receiving so that's interesting um huh ah uh, i don't you know that answer. who uh maybe maybe sexually doing something for someone else i hadn't even thought of that perspective
4: you probably shouldn't yes, have thought of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually we're, we're, we're going to give you the additional bonus prize pack but it's uh, what they usually rate as the most satisfying and fulfilling is oral sex performed on them
0: on them. Okay, thats yep. I mean, that's kind of where I was going. Um, you know, a lot of people do take a lot of pleasure in giving pleasure to someone, so that could have also...
5: Such a misperception.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
4: no, no, not receive. true. Uh, <laughs> You're
2: breaking his heart.
0: But hey, com- thanks for calling I in. a comment um, yeah. uh, on oh, yeah. the, the conversation that you were talking about before um, in regards to girls or women. Um, either way, they're looking at other girls or women that are promiscuous and mm. how they talk them down. And I was wondering how much of that attitude comes out of jealousy, or not necessarily jealousy, but the fact that those women feel that they're allowed or can act the way that they want to act sexually, and maybe those girls who, I have a hard time with people who talk down on anybody anyway, but maybe they're talking down because inside they'd really like to express themselves that way, but... Can't for whatever reason because they feel that it's wrong. Hmm.
5: You know that's a really interesting perspective. That's one I haven't heard um, before. But uh, more so, what I've heard um, that it comes from is women who feel like they have to uphold this sense of mm-hmm. of classy women and what men expect out of women, um, right. and, and this misperception that other women hold that cause them to call women sluts and to make those judgments on other women. I, I, honestly think it comes from more of a expectation of women in society that should be prim and proper and and
6: maybe even to their their mothers um Mm -hmm. you know if you were brought up to you know if your mother told you well you know you look at that girl and she's promiscuous and you know she's going to go to hell well you know you're going to want to kind of stand up for what your mom thinks and why would
5: you,
2: why
4: would your mom be wrong? Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Right. I think it comes from right. moms are never always wrong, always <laughs> wrong. Never. <laughs> oh, wrong.
2: Yeah. Especially about issues of sex.
4: Mom, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are you listening? <laughs> well, that was a great question.
2: So go ahead and stand in the line. We'll hook you up with those prize packs. Yes.
4: Oh, okay, great. Thank you all very much. Have a Thank
2: night. you.
1: Thanks. Yep, and I'm gonna clear up the answer um, that. It was actually 95% of males and 89% of females.
4: Yeah, he's at yesterday.
2: 190, so he was yep, pretty so close. Cool. Yep, yeah. yeah. so he was in the 5%. Now, good.
4: now let's, let's talk about that. Do you think it's surprising to the women listening out there?
6: Um, not about men.
4: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> not about the men's statistics. I think so. Why? why? Be, why?
6: Well, because I think um, it's more of a private thing, just because it's not talked about a lot. Um, you know, there's... Um, I've seen a lot of commercials on about sex toy parties and um, things of that nature. Actually, on TV now, and you know, even a month ago, you would not have seen that on. I think it's just now starting to be talked about. Um, whereas, you know, masturbation for men, it's you know, it's kind of been a thing for I have every for years. are on at like four. P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <sorry>. right, right. <laughs> and they're terrible.
4: Do <laughs> um, so you think most women believe that statistic?
1: You know, probably I would think they would.
4: They probably all
3: think it's higher, deep down.
1: It you could can, you can be higher. Some people might feel like they so, couldn't answer. Honestly. Like no matter what, even on a, a
3: on a survey where nobody's yeah. going to look at it,
4: they just still can't. Don't we have a right. question? Right, like like I cannot.
1: Sex jeopardy board.
4: Well, I can honestly tell you, when I ask that question in any class I've ever taught, I never mm-hmm. get higher than sixty to eighty yeah. percent from women. Mm-hmm. Never. And, and usually, when I say eighty nine percent or so, they go, "No way."
5: well and i don 't think girls start out you know when you 're young I, th- I think younger men tend to be more in tune with their bodies in terms of knowing what to do with it, what feels good, and that kind of stuff, and being more apt to practice with it, whereas young girls may not or they may be shunned from that, and so mm-hmm. they stop masturbating or then then they never pick it back up, or they just never know how to start, so they don 't mm-hmm. right and so I think that there are a lot of differences about female anatomy that sometimes play a role in
4: choosing to masturbate or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, our, our number is...
2: Again, a number, 432 3 If you've got any comments about anything we've been talking about tonight, we're, we're all ears. We just had a great caller a moment ago, so we'd yeah, well, love to hear done. what people have to say.
4: It's a new... Fiscal year, so we got plenty of prize packs. Absolutely. If calls in tonight, we'll get a prize pack. We're just calling in. Olin Health Center is
2: swimming in lube. No, no. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're swimming in lube. We're slip sliding. <laughs> we do have the new wow. lube
3: pool going in the next month or so.
2: What <laughs> a big slide.
5: You know, speaking of lube, though, do you think it's time for a demonstration? I think it's time yeah. to uh, Let's pay back Wes. Payback Wes. Glad I so came in today. So We have two forms of lube here: through. we have water-based lube and we have silicone-based lube. Okay. Now, a lot of people don't know the difference between the two. Um, and I'm some guessing one say... has
2: silicone and the other one does not. <laughs>
5: Fabulous, you're smarter. <laughs> That's already. why I got the job. <laughs> Brilliant, it's pretty good for you. So, I mean. a lot of people can't say they can't tell the difference when they're using it. Okay. Um, but some people can. Okay. So we are about to find out whether you can tell the
4: difference
2: All between right. silicone. All well, right. Let me get uh, Virginia or whatever we're calling this apparatus out of the way here, so yes. we can. You you you, you would
4: have to be here to appreciate the view <laughs> I have of the model vagina, the model mm-hmm. penis. Mm-hmm. and Andrew's taking the mile of the eye of the packet oh, right shaking now. his head,
2: can't <laughs> even, <his> head. <laughs> can't even stand to look. Do we thing out
4: right now? No, we don't. No, just okay. moving no, it out of no. the way for
2: now. Oh God. I need mean, both of your
5: hands and your eyes closed. All
2: right. I've fallen for this before. Let me move my mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just okay, go ahead.
5: On this hand that mm-hmm. I'm touching my right right here, hand, okay. I am going to put a lubricant, and I want you to just...
4: Feel it around. On your radio dial, we're going left to right here. No, get <laughs> it before it here. Oh. Move it around. Oh, is it on there? Yeah, yeah, oh. it's in. There. You can't even feel okay. it. No, now. I couldn't. That is
3: know. some good blue. Right? Okay. All, All right.
4: right.
5: Ready? Now, give me the other hand. Okay. I'm gonna put a little bit on this one. Okay. Not really, <laughs> very little. Okay. Hot. <laughs> yeah, I can feel that one. <laughs> okay. So, which one hmm. do you think is water based?
2: See, I have no, I have no knowledge going into this, honestly. So I would, I would assume that the first one is a silicon base, silicon based, and then the other, the second one is a water base.
5: Why do you think that?
2: Um, the the silicon base one, I, the one I'm guessing is that it's it's a little like I guess there's a little more friction to, when I mean, I'm rubbing my fingers around than you the want water some one. More? I think you have. Yeah, sure. you have less I'd love you. some more. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: there we go. Go. It's on
2: there. Yeah, it's it's it feels very different. I would I would say just the you know.
1: Is one of them less sticky than the other?
2: Does that yeah, true? I would say the, the second one, the one I think is water, is, it feels a little stickier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Am I completely wrong? Or? No, you're no, right. That's oh, hey, all right. Try right. again. Know your lube. All right. <laughs> know your <lube>. All right. <laughs>
5: So, yes, very good job. Thank you for <laughs> Thank being you. the demo guy. Oh, certainly. I <laughs>
4: felt <That's laughs> like, like we're on Letterman. Know your cuts of hey, meat. That's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> know your lube. Okay, we, we got a new one here. <laughs> no, Impact was the first to do it. Just absolutely, do that. trademark exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And
5: lubricant is so, there's such a wide variety of lubricants that are out there. And, and since we're talking about masturbation and choosing lube versus not lube mm-hmm. and what kind of lube if you want to use it. Um, with a silicone base, what did you feel when you were Kind of it felt just
2: thin and kind of frictiony. Like, it didn't feel like, I mean, obviously you could tell, I couldn't tell that it was on the first it was place. a little
5: more slippery than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, it's definitely got a thinner feel to it. And right. it stays slippery for a longer time. Mm. Whereas the water based one, you were kind of moving it around your hand for a little bit. And what did you start to feel?
2: Um, it just, it was just a little runnier, it seemed. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just, it it kind of felt more like water, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's a
5: little bit heavier than the silicone. Yeah, exactly. It's thicker,
2: yeah, like a thicker consistency for sure. (laughs) And,
5: and when you're using it, it starts to actually get stickier. Mm-hmm. um then silicone and what happens is people that use water-based lube they'll keep adding more lube as it gets stickier and what you end up is like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich oh. type effect that's a sound go.
2: effect we need uh, to play oh, right yeah. now we, we
4: need to go on a Definitely. five second delay here so we <laughs> what do you, wait, wait wait what <laughs> do you mean by peanut butter and jelly
2: <laughs> no, no,
5: that like
4: we're not going there for
5: some good noises Okay. A, you know uh, when like, the peanut, peanut butter, butter sticks, sticks just to the roof of your back. mouth? Dr. D, this is all education.
2: <laughs> that's where we're helping. We're is it right? peanut butter you know to crunch or, or is it is smooth, smooth, smooth peanut butter? Smooth peanut butter.
4: Okay. But anybody anybody who <laughs> does call in that's interested in trying one of these lubes, we mm-hmm. will stick in either the uh, uh, water-based yeah. lube or both the, of them. Uh, Solo coats then, you can try them both. Yeah, yeah contrast. The water-based yeah. is Just flavor. tonight, complimentary. Yeah, and they're flavored. Packs, so. They're
2: flavored too.
6: I just learned that this was true. And get number, the if you day. want to
2: call in. Call get one of those packs. 389 three eighty nine three. Now,
4: why would why would somebody use?
2: Yeah, what's the wh- why, What's the advantage? Why would
4: they use it? Seriously.
6: More pleasurable. What's more pleasurable? Why, pleasure why, why about would you it? say that, Julia?
4: Why, I mean, why? Oh gosh. Stop. No, not, not personally. <laughs> why, why would you tell somebody that it's more pleasurable?
6: Um, well, um, some women have a hard time staying. Moist or wet during um, moist, moist. Uh, every lady's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. no, so, um, do you not like that word? I, <laughs> that's why I have the same so, Some women have a hard time, and so it's really uncomfortable for them. And you know, a lot of guys don't know that. Um, I think for a female to say, Hey, let's use some lube, this is going to be better for me. Um, that's a great statement. That, to that's make.
4: exactly what I wanted to hear from you because I think you know, we talked, Wes well, said it, it's about education, and I think a lot of people ought to don't have permission, number one, to say, hey, you know, I don't lubricate as much as, as I think I should. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of penetrative... Uh, and it
6: shouldn't hurt.
4: And it really shouldn't. I mean, if it does, then you should really be doing some investigation, some education, or seeing a seeing medical care provider to ask about it. But and that's what I wanted you to say, is because a lot of women don't. And for men, also, are men?
3: Also, um, lube can help, especially mm-hmm. in, in using condoms, it can enhance the experience. Um for men, uh it can make the whole operation run a little bit smoother and feel a little bit more natural. Um because you're you're protecting yourself by using a condom but can also protect but it can also keep away some fluids that normally you would feel. So by adding lube into the equation it can make things feel a little well, better.
6: And if, and if you don't have thirty minutes to do you know, have a little foreplay. It might take females a little bit longer to um, <laughs> get in the mood, I guess. What are we getting at there, Julia? Uh, I'm actually, yeah. talking about cookies. I,
4: I feel it yeah,
3: cookies totally a little bit easier, <laughs> yeah, okay? That's how we're saying
4: yeah, okay. it. Well, we got someone
2: calling up right now, uh, possibly with a comment or maybe even a question. Of course, after our great lube demonstration, I don't see why not. Uh, go ahead, you're on the air with Sexposure.
0: Hey, guys. Um, Hi. Let's see. I know you guys were talking about masturbation earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about lube. And it brings the question to mind, um, kind of directed towards the girls, if you don't mind. No. Um, if if I, I don't know, I've never had a problem getting, uh, with my girlfriend, getting her wet. But if I ever ran into that problem, what, I mean, would that be offensive to a girl in any way to say, hold on, let me get some lube, I don't think this is working, or...
5: Well, you know, it's all in the approach. (laughs) So, um, as always, any time you introduce something new into your sex life, you always want to ask for consent. Um, At every step of the way, regardless of how many times the two of you may have had sex or engaged in um, sexual relations, you always want to ask, you know, is this okay? I'm kind of curious about how lube might work. Um, You know, you want to try it. And so it's all in in your dynamic with the person, but you definitely want to ask 1st Um, And then from there you also want to explore, even prior to that, um, explore any allergies because with lubricant Particularly with water-based, there's very little allergy, but when you start to look at silicone-based lubricants or even spermicides that some people may choose to use as lubricants, Mm -hmm. that can be very irritating to um, the vaginal area. So you definitely want to do a a test, and a good way to check with (laughs) lubricants um, is to put just a small dab on the inside uh, part of your lip just on the inside, and feel for any tingling sensation or any irritation. So it's definitely a good way to check um, prior to anything. So it's definitely not something you want to introduce in the middle of sexual intercourse, but maybe a conversation you might want to have with your partner. Sure, first. sure,
0: like beforehand.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, I mean, I most people I don't think would find it offensive if you brought it up the right way, I guess. You, if you know your partner well enough to ask those kind of questions in a comfortable manner, then it would definitely be a uh, positive um, Aspect to your relationship.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm not a woman, but I'm going to weigh in on this. Uh, <laughs> I think that if you have a history with with uh, your partner where she is does lubricate quite often, and you have an instance where it doesn't, it probably bears some communication. Because There might be something going on there it may maybe medically, maybe she 's not in the mood, maybe it, she doesn 't want it at that time, or mm-hmm. stuff like that so it 's part of that conversation uh, but I would always approach it not as a as a uh, you know something that she, a deficit but more mm-hmm. of a hey. You know, these guys on Impact were talking about uh, lube. You know, you want to try something? They just gave me so
3: some in a prize pack. Yeah, you yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. some in a in prize in. pack, so there you go. Maybe <laughs> you just
6: lead off with the fact that, right. you know, you heard it will pleasure her more and not yeah. stay towards the
3: male He's side of been, kind but, of but, have to present it as something right. fun and new to try and see yeah, if she's interested.
0: Yeah, in
4: yeah. And my point is, too, is that if there comes a time where it doesn't happen the way it usually does, you might want to do a little communication even beyond that, too, because you never know. It just you know, I've seen a lot of people in long-term relationships who have the same type of, of uh, sexual repertoire, and they think it's always supposed to happen that way, and then something changes. So it's a good time to communicate either way. Good question, though. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, thanks for calling.
4: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for answering. All right, go ahead and uh, stay on the line. We'll hook you up with that
2: prize back. Awesome. Thank you.
5: That is a great question, and Andrew. Before that, you brought up the um, the topic of using lube with condoms, mm-hmm. and I wanted to address that because sometimes people get crazy with the lube.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and, um, <laughs>
5: they want to put it it's everywhere.
3: everywhere. Yeah.
5: I don't know if any of you have ever seen. Um, oh gosh, what was that that college movie?
2: and Pie. No, no. no Van, he's Wilder.
5: Putting Van Wilder. Van oh. Wilder, where he's putting lube like all yeah. over the girl, and then he goes. They start to have sex, and he like slides off of her <laughs> out the window, and it's just a mess. So <laughs> learn from <laughs> that movie. guess. Yeah. use a, lube in moderation.
3: Great, a great movie for sexual health education. Absolutely. Yeah, just a little uh, dab on the tip of the penis before you put the column on. You can,
6: you can always add more, but it's better. to And start then you can
3: use more the on the outside. Mm-hmm too but yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. and well, you never want to use lose ugh, like, use too much on the outside either because then it loses that friction right. you know, there is yeah. supposed to be some friction with sex <laughs> oh. that that's pleasure. pleasure for women yeah. so
1: right i know yeah. one more uh, lube tip is don't use oil-based lube with condoms because yes. that will break the condom and or some, cause holes? Holes. Oh, some examples of that would be vaseline um, most lotions um, baby, baby oil, oil. baby mm-hmm. oil whipped cream I don't think mm. you're allowed to use either
5: we'll disintegrate mm-hmm. the
3: condom instantly
1: yep <laughs> or well, cause microscopic holes
3: well, but, yeah.
4: well let's be clear we're talking about latex condoms so right because we that's have a condom true. sitting right here right. that's made out of polyurethane mm. yes and with
1: polyurethane you can use any type of
4: lube I think Erin's about to pick wish. that up and show Wes <laughs> what this is Wes well, well, what is this I was this? so
2: hoping that looks like a female condom
4: yes now, how would you yes. know that because
2: it looks a lot larger than any condom <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs>
5: <laughs> the well, it's not a done. lot larger. Let's not scare them. Well, okay,
2: all right. I'm exaggerating for <laughs> the it, sake of it. It's
4: pretty, pretty darn I'm huge. Here,
3: but, yeah, it
5: is not huge.
3: It's a giant condom. It's
5: <laughs> probably <Thank you>. two <laughs> times the size, of the width mm-hmm. of a yeah. regular condom, probably. and it's it's about the same length actually as a male condom, but it's a little bit wider. Um, it Kind of sounds like this.
2: There we go. <laughs> it's not peanut butter and jelly sounding. <laughs> not
5: <but> quite uh, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. But
3: this the bag a... you put the peanut butter and jelly in
5: for lunch.
4: Yeah, what's it made out of?
5: This is made out of polyurethane, and the one I'm holding right here is actually unlubricated. They do come lubricated, um, right. and then they add lubrication to them as well, because a woman actually would insert this on her own prior to sex, and it can be left in up to six hours after sex if you want.
4: Oh. Okay, now, now I've heard comments that people say polyurethane isn't as strong as latex.
5: That's actually completely opposite. Okay. Polyurethane is far stronger than latex.
4: Okay, so can I do a demo with this? Oh, uh, <laughs> No, no. This is my example. <laughs> this is <one>. <laughs> you can't eat. Give to me, use give me this one. Button. We're we're, we're going to have a demo with Wes here. Oh, this is fantastic. No, okay, but ready to roll yeah, my yeah, sleeves again? Or? Yeah. Is this one actually lubricated? Yeah, it, you have. We're going to gonna do an on-air <laughs> demo of the strength of a polyurethane condom. All right. Can we do that, Aaron? Yeah.
5: Okay. As you can see, it comes very lubricated. <laughs> yes,
4: I can it's tell. That one's a lot better. Hang on. So for those folks who, oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's you grab one end of this, babe. All right, grab okay. oh, From the top? Or the no, no, bottom? from the bottom. Okay. okay. Right. And you start pulling you this thing. Ready? it's oh, pretty the, We're up to one foot, two foot, yeah. three foot.
2: Wow. Four don't foot. Hurt
4: okay, don't let go. I'm going to end up in a, in a <laughs> okay. producer's booth. All right. We just stretched, I think, what, maybe three, four feet? Three, three, yeah, three, yeah. Three, yeah, that was about three, yeah, four, yeah, feet. About three four times. And it still and didn't break. break. Yeah. Okay. The polyurethane is very tough yeah and so this is one not that i would ever you know i think you have to be careful with lube any type of lube you use but this is one that's not oil-based sensitive right okay so uh you and could you couldn't use, even
2: tell i mean there's no marks in it or there's no holes or no anything. it's just awfully long right yeah now. yeah exactly <laughs> a little bit I may not want to use that one now but yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you could see that we stretched it to four feet, and yeah, it didn't break. Yeah. No, but latex, as Christy said, it can be very sensitive, too. So if we
2: were to do the same thing but with a latex one, would it be more well, likely to break? Well, you should say I had that, to ask. Okay? <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you know what? My fingers are very slippery now, so... <laughs> but you didn't
5: use your teeth. Here, you Good sure. You.
4: <laughs> if I end up in the producer's booth back there... This okay, is an gosh. important demonstration. Yes. Yes. See, this is this is like... This is like three times.
2: So you're pulling out just a regular okay. Durex This this regular con. This is a, this latex, is a latex one. Okay. Yeah. okay, I'm gonna try and hold on to
4: this as best I can. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. oh wow. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, there I we go. just <laughs> heard that snap, but that that
4: was that zone was west falling on this chair.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's close to five feet. But the look at the entire rim snapped yeah. off.
4: Right, and see, you can you could tell just by pulling it that mm-hmm. there wasn't the strength that the polyurethane had. Yeah, it. it
2: definitely felt less yeah. less. But I guess see, less tensile strength. Well, and I think that's clear.
4: part of it, because sometimes people don't believe that condoms are actually, you know, that, that, that they'll work because they have holes or they'll break easily, mm-hmm. and they don't. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone here has made a lot of good points, you know. You don't want to put too much lube on there because you don't want the thing to slip off either. Right. So. Now, but
2: when when that does happen with a condom, when it does break, is that more, for everybody, I guess, is that more from stretching or is that more friction? What What is it exactly? that? It can be a comes... number of reasons. It okay. could be a faulty Human condom. Human error. Mm.
6: Biting, yeah. taking it.
2: A... Don't use, like, don't use your teeth. Don't use <laughs> your teeth. Check
6: the expiration date. Look for holes. I know it's kind of like in the mo- in the moment, like right. you're not going to sit there and be like, hang on. No. Hold the light up I to i got and... to hold it up to the light. But, you know, really yeah, the majority of those
3: situations are the package packages opened wrong. Yeah. Um, it's user yeah.
6: error. Yeah, sure. You forget to leave it. Like the tip. Or you're using an old condom.
1: Don't um, leave it by yeah. heaters. Oh, mm. if you keep it in your wallet and it's lots of oh, yeah. friction in right. your wallet, that yeah. could be a big problem. That's a place. good one,
3: too, the not leaving any uh, or leaving air in the tip because then it just pops. Well, you have to make things, sure that it, the air is out of it when you, when you put it on.
4: All those things make condoms fail, but I think Julia's point was the one that you need to do. Turn the darn lights on and don't open it with your teeth because most, most of the ways condoms fail is people open them in a hurry with their teeth with the lights out. And they put nicks in them. And if you put a nick in that, if we were to put a little nick in that latex and tried to stretch yeah. it, it would have broke right away. Because right. mm-hmm. once it starts to tear, it'll go. So
2: mm-hmm. that's
4: why you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yep. So Definitely. that's our on air demonstration. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> all right. My hands are all slimy now. So <laughs> yeah. so
3: if, 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 if there's ever somebody making the claim that they're too big to wear a condom, it's not true. It's not true. Right, or, exactly. or
5: try a female condom.
3: Exactly.
6: Which
2: will definitely accommodate. From this
6: conversation, you can really see you, you do have to do your homework. And sure. you have to, you know, if you have questions, there are people to ask. And where where would, mean, would you find
2: such people? I don't know. I wonder. <laughs> on her. campus, where would that be? Mm. Well, health center. There you um, go.
6: We definitely have a lot of knowledgeable staff. And, um, you know, peer, peer um, students that are mm-hmm. out there to help. We do programs mm-hmm. and...
3: The health advocates.
6: Just health
5: advocates. Definitely, and we have an open door policy on the third floor of Olin. You got a question? Stop on up, and if one of our health educators is available, we'll try and you know mm-hmm. help you up, or or at least refer you to somebody that can give you some help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a great place to stop by because we do we want people to get these questions answered before they're. You know, involved in a situation where they don't know what to do. Sure. Right. And so that's what, you know, makes that full circle back to um, those that may be choosing not to have sex right now. At some point, you may choose to, and you need to be well informed.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, it, it comes down to that thing. You you, you can be obstinate, and we talked about the word obstinate. You can choose to be uh, not engaged in, in sexual activity, but you cannot deny that you have a sexuality. If you're a living human being, uh, you, you have a sexuality. So so embrace that. Learn all you can about it. He, there's not a religion out there that does not say not to learn about uh, your sexuality. There's not, there's not a culture out there that doesn't say not to learn about your sexuality. You should educate yourself. Knowledge is the power to it. But so right. We've
2: well, we got one more caller coming up right now. Uh, go ahead. You're on the air with Sexposure.
7: Okay, hi. My name is Laura and I just wanted to say that I'm really happy to hear this radio show. I think... Um, There's so much misconception about sex and about protection and STDs and sex toys and masturbation. And um, I've just always been a very sexually active person with men, with women, and have never been shy about it. But I've found, and I'm currently studying counseling at MSU, and I'm finding that there's a lot of people that there's just so um, so much misinformation and also taboos about sex as a topic. So I just wanted to commend you all. Oh, I really enjoyed. I've never listened to this before, and I just caught it on air, so. I oh, well, thank you. To well, you. I, I promise
2: everyone listening, we did not put her up to that. <laughs> that is
4: a genuine call. We 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 do we do appreciate you listening. But let me ask you a question. What, what uh-huh. advice would you give to the the students of of MSU about sexuality? You seem very comfortable with yours.
7: Yeah, um, I would just say, you know, I think especially you know being a woman, I know that there's a lot of women that I've talked to um, over. I'm, I'm 25 and. But there's just a lot of women that are afraid of their bodies and, you know, they don't know how to orgasm. They're afraid to comment on, you know, am I more of a clitoral stimulation person or am I more of a vaginal person and what gives me pleasure more and just feeling empowered by their bodies instead of feeling like, you know, I've got to please this man and feeling guilty to have sex and to have sex the way he wants it. And so I guess you know, a message for at least the woman population would be to be up front with your needs and to communicate those as honestly as you can and to take baby steps. And to not, I think that women hold a lot of shame about their sexuality and feel like they have to fit into a certain body type and a certain way of expressing themselves sexually and that they need to just learn to have more freedom and openness with that and to just explore it you know, have curiosity, have fun with it
2: Now we were talking about this what earlier, what, what would you say is the, the, sort of the reason for that sort of double standard?
7: Um, you know, I think it's you mean the double standard of body or of shame versus pleasure or what? what do you just
2: more, we were talking earlier about uh, why it's okay for men to be more open about their sexuality versus women and just wondering what your take is on that
7: you know, I think, it's, um, I think it's a social construct. I think, you know, when women are growing up, it's like their menstrual cycle is, you know, I'm ragging or it's the curse. And women have been taught, and I think, you know, it can go back into Christianity and religion, that women are taught that their bodies are evil, that my body is a pain, and that men are the hunters. They're supposed to be promiscuous. And for a woman to take claim and say, you know, I want to have a one-night stand, I want to sleep around, I want to have multiple... It's just so much more taboo for women to say that, and I think it's been historically a noted factor, you know, throughout the matriarchal generations, and that a true, empowered woman can say, you know, I want to sleep around, or I want or I don't want to, but to be able to have that choice and to be able to not have to feel shame about that. And so for me, I think it's just more of a societal construct, and some of those internalized
4: feelings that we have from media and publications. You know, uh, you probably don't know how much you probably help the listeners out there, just coming from the listeners and speaking about this, because part of what we're trying to do here is give permission, give permission to embrace, give permission to find the knowledge, give permission to enjoy, Mm
2: -hmm. whether it's an
4: orgasm or it's just cuddling. So part of it is that permission, and uh, I, for one, uh, really applaud you for Mm -hmm. calling in. And we do have yes. a prize pack for you. Oh, Absolutely, yes.
2: <laughs> it's the so least well, we can do. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure, certainly. Stand the line. We'll hook you up with that. Thank okay, you.
4: Thanks. You know, I think that's I think that's mm-hmm. one of the uh, you know, and I applaud impact for for having a show on like this because you, you having other people talk about this and then you're out there in this little mm-hmm. vacuum where you think, you know, she's coming here and she's, you know, she's older than most folks. Uh, but, you know, she wants to embrace her sexuality, and she's, mm-hmm. let's face it, MSU is fairly conservative when it comes to these topics. So yeah. so it, it's nice to get a caller like that. It is. Nice. It's really
5: great, and I'm really glad that she brought in the piece about body image because mm-hmm. I think so often we try to make these connections between all that we do in health education, um, and, and so much we separate, well, you need to have a healthy body image, but don't talk about sex. Right. Um, and so we're trying to bring those together, and actually there's a night that that's going to happen, February 12th, um, we're bringing Jessica Weiner. Uh, she's coming on February twelfth at eight p.m. at yep. the Wharton Center, and she's going to talk about complimentary.
4: Body. It of is
5: course. <laughs> complimentary, and courtesy of a number of organizations that have joined together to bring her on campus. She's actually the spokesperson for um, the Dove Love Your Body campaign, and so it'll be really great to have her on campus. And she'll be touring around and, and giving a guest lecture in the evening. Um, that'll be really entertaining.
2: And what is it she'll be talking about?
5: About the connection between body image and oh, women loving themselves and, um, and all that kind of thing. She and wrote so.
4: the book, which is the question that, that I think a lot of men avoid when they get that from their partners in heterosexual mm-hmm. relationships. The book is called Do I Look Fat in This? And it, it's, it's an intriguing book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it deals with this whole concept. And, and you should come. Oh, I can't do calls to action. Uh, um, It'd be great if you came. It'd be great if you came to that.
5: (laughs) It would. And it's all part of our Women's Healthy Sexuality Celebration, which runs February 4th through the 15th. Um, It's going to involve vagina monologues and V-Week and a number of other events that the advocates are putting on. And we're having a radio show on February 5th. So yes, we'll be updating be back you again on yeah. all of these events.
2: In a um, couple of weeks, and you guys will be right back here. Yeah, exactly. we'll be doing in person on the street. I would like to.
4: Yeah, no, if you guys let me
2: know what you're way. what you're looking at, I'll
4: yeah, well, we're talking get out about there body
5: and, image okay. and women's sexuality. So
4: if you see a guy out there walking around with an orange penis and a model vagina <laughs> <laughs> asking questions, that's Wes. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> Walk up <laughs> to him. Say
3: hello. We can't tear him out of his hands. He's
2: exactly. I'm I'm too attached. Well, yeah, a lot of great stuff coming up though, for sure.
4: And if you do have additional questions, I know sometimes we provoke uh, people stopped and, and they don't want to call in for one reason. or mm-hmm. another, You can email us too. You can email. Mm-hmm. You can email me directly, or you can email the body line mm-hmm. at MSU uh, and ask us questions, and we'll we'll get back to you.
2: Certainly, and all that stuff, of course, on the website at Olin.MSU.edu. Yeah, and, and if you just want to
4: talk to someone too, there's sure. usually someone there. Just want to uh, hang during out
2: during regular yeah. Olin hours. We'll so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, I think we've been talking about that tonight. That's
4: oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're not and afraid of Any thing. of the products we talked about on the air or demoed, and sure. Wes is still wiping his hands. So <laughs> uh, come by all, and uh, someone will show you what they're like. And yeah. uh, we'll do uh, a couple of demos, sure. of demos for Maybe you. We'll do a couple demos for you. Maybe you guys can do so the, I the yeah, stretch. I
5: hope that the radio show tonight you know, c- was able to fire some people up because mm. I think there's a lot of this pushback of trying to keep people away from talking about sex on campus. Um, I've gotten a lot of program requests asking me to come in and talk about the dangers of casual sex. And um, so I'm hearing a lot of this pushback, and so I hope that some people heard tonight's show um, and are reading it in the state news and are feeling fired up about it and want to continue the conversation after tonight.
2: Certainly, and of course we'll be back with uh, with more sex exposure in two weeks. Next week, of course, regular exposure, just as good. So uh, for everybody here, I want to say thanks for listening, and we're going to switch things over to the Progressive Torch and Twang, uh, easily one of the best shows we've got here. Well, UK. yeah, it's
4: my favorite show. And I have to give a shout-out to Matthew, who, who's, who who called in and said it was one of our young listeners out there oh. uh, who said he loves uh, Exposure. But please stay tuned to Torch and Twain. My Absolutely. Favorite. Well, it's, it's, it's
2: that's great advice. So we're going to switch things listening. over to them. We'll be back with more Exposure next week at the same time. Thanks, everybody. See you.
1: Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.